Welcome everyone to Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about mindset and personal development, self-improvement, human potential, all of the above. Because when we think about what personal development is, we might think of something just kind of like, oh, it's just positive words, affirmations, mantras that are just going to be more positive, right? If I could be pessimistic, let me be pessimistic. But if I can be optimistic, nothing really changes, right? Wrong. Because if you can change your mindset to be more positive, something happens. And that something typically is something better in your life. Now, you might think that just being more positive might not bring any results in your life. But on the contrary, if you're not positive, then you're not going to be able to see the results. And it's similar to like the good and bad moments in your life. Because if you have only bad moments, then you're not going to appreciate the good when they come and vice versa. You're not going to appreciate the good moments if you don't have the bad moments. So we need that differentiation because if we don't have it, then we're always going to be just thinking in this way of thinking like, oh, this is my life. This is my static life. That's why many people fall into comfort. That's why many people fall into circumstance because they give themselves that mentality. That mentality is, well, this is my life. This is what is allotted for me. And all of what is allotted for you, I can guarantee you, you can change it. Because there's going to be some critical factors that we have to understand, our mindset and our environment. So when we're younger, we can't really change our environment. We're not going to run away from home. So we have to learn from our environment, learn from the behaviors in that environment. And then we have to use perception. And then perception is going to be along with mindset. Because how I'm thinking is going to be closely related to if I'm going to have this life or if I'm going to change this life. And many people, they get to a point in their life, whether it's because of a trauma, and typically it is because of a trauma, they say, I want something else. I want something more. My life can't be this. I have to have purpose. I have to have something else. What is my purpose? And we all have one, whether you believe it or if you don't believe it, you have purpose. Because if you didn't have purpose, you wouldn't be alive right now. It's that simple. You wouldn't be alive right now if you didn't give yourself some purpose. So we got that out of the way. You have some purpose. You just might not know what it is. But then you get into the idea of wanting to develop yourself, to improve yourself, to improve your circumstances in your life. While the process might seem a little bit daunting at first, it's actually quite simple. Get up, show up, and remain consistent. That's basically what it is. And today I'm going to be going over my most recent blog, Personal Development and Self-Improvement. And we're going to be diving down into this blog and understanding what's the difference between the two. And then, of course, how can each help you? If you're new to the channel or new to the podcast, head over to RevanConcepts.com and you can easily find the new and the most recent blogs in the blog tab under resources. And you can also go into the description box below and find the blog link there which is going to be about personal development and self-improvement. Now, self-improvement and personal development are going to be akin, right? They're very similar terms. When we think about personal development and self-improvement, we are thinking about the same thing. So if someone says to me, Michael, I want to develop my life. I want to improve my life. I understand that they want to make some changes. And both are going to be talking about some changes. However, there is a difference between personal development and self-improvement that we do have to understand because self-improvement can be like a body type of transformation, like I want to improve my body image, but personal development is going to be dealing with you want to develop your life into something more substantial. So both have maybe a lesser and a greater meaning, 
and the greater meaning is going to be what we're going to be focusing on today, and that's going to be personal development. But then there's an aspect of self-improvement that we're going to be looking at too, because it's very important that we understand what self-improvement is, because many people, they think personal development is self-improvement. And the reason why they can't complete their New Year's resolutions is because they think these words are the same. Oh, I'm going to make this my best year yet. And they go to the gym and they get a trainer. You are self-improving. That's not personal development. You are self-improving. You're improving your body. You're improving maybe your mind, your physique, but you're not developing your life. Now, can having an in-shape body develop your life? Yes. For example, if you are a man, Women are going to look at men, whether women believe it or not, they want to see an in-shape fellow. And if they don't see an in-shape fellow and they're okay with someone who's not in shape, they see other qualities that they like. So a typical trait that many women look for in men is discipline. What is the easiest way to see on a man if he is disciplined? Maybe he has money. Maybe he's in shape. Maybe he has nice things, car, smells good, right? He has some discipline to his life. His life's not falling apart. He's not dressed in rags. So they see that as valuable, right? That's one of the values that they might be looking for, the discipline trait. So when you look at someone who's in shape, typically they have to be disciplined, right? They're just not going to wake up one morning and be like, oh my goodness, I'm Spider-Man and I have this in-shape body. Life is going to be a little bit different than what Marvel tells us life is. That's not reality. We're not going to just wake up one day and we have all these superpowers and that we have this physique that came overnight. Yes, change can occur, but it doesn't happen so drastically. So we have to make sure that we're doing change that's going to be long lasting. And the way we get that long lasting change is by being disciplined and by being consistent. I already talked about it. The first thing I said, remaining consistent in our actions. So now that we understand that self-improvement is about improving our body and personal development is going to be dealing with more of how are we going to develop our life, using that example again of a man who's now in shape, his personal development, his in-shape body is going to help him in his career and is going to help him in his relationships. And you might be wondering, well, how does an in-shape body help me in my career and my relationships? And the answer is simple. If you have an in-shape body, you are automatically going to be perceived as someone who means business, right? This person's in shape. That means he must have something going for him. Let me listen to this guy. It is a lot easier for me to go on stage and to give a keynote presentation when I'm in shape. If I was 300 pounds overweight and I needed help to get on stage or to be wheeled on stage because I couldn't walk on my own accord, not saying that if you can't walk, you can't stand up. Because you can be a stand-up person and be confined to a wheelchair. We're talking about showing up, being present. If you're walking on stage and you're giving that example of what you're trying to preach, then it's only a matter of time before people say, all right, this guy means business versus this guy doesn't even believe what he says. He's not even doing it. He's not even staying committed to his own words. We pay attention as humans. We see what we see. And no amount of social media, no amount of self-care or positive body image is going to change how humans perceive humans. Do you show up or do you not show up? It is very simple. So then we look at the idea of relationships. An in-shape man is going to get more women than an out-of-shape man. Statistics. 
I don't know many women who are going to go to the bar, say, I'm going to go find the most out of shape guy and I'm going to go home and sleep with him. It doesn't happen because they're looking for someone who has that discipline aspect, that trait of discipline. If someone's out of shape, they typically don't have it. Now, of course, there can be some type of health issues and things like that that can stop him. But guess what? Just because you have a roadblock, it doesn't mean you have to give up or that you don't have to try. There's always an opportunity. And then that is where we're going to be leading our discussion. And that is the human potential. Because personal development and self-improvement equal human potential. And that's what we're going to be impacting right now. The work that I do as a mindset coach is not only dealing with mindset, not only dealing with like career and youth mentoring and relationship. And I know I talked about it last time on the podcast, but we have to understand something about coaches is that many coaches understand one critical aspect to coaching, the human aspect. We're all human. Because if you think about you pushing yourself and doing something and being uncomfortable, it is very difficult. And I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, if you want to be a millionaire, it's very simple. You just got to do this. It could be a process. It could be a set of building blocks that have to occur, set of things that have to be put into place before we can be successful. But everyone has that possibility. I talked about early on how we all have purpose. And if we don't have purpose, we die. It is that simple. If the body does not have purpose, if the mind does not have purpose, there is no reason why the mind should keep itself alive. So if we know it's that simple and we know we have some purpose, then we have to find our purpose. And what is our purpose? Most people don't even know what their purpose is. Maybe they get kids and they say, well, my kids are my purpose now. Well, what was your purpose before your kids? I don't know, right? Because they just give themselves, again, what society says their purpose is. Okay, well, guess what society says your purpose is? To be a good boy or good girl in school. After school, get a job. After you have a job, get a family. After you have a family, keep going to work until they're all grown up. And then eventually, after you worked until 65, then you can retire. And then you can live your life for the next five to 10 years. That's what you have been sold. Most people are going to run with that purchase and never make any changes or adjustments. I'm going to even dare to say 75% of people won't. So that means there's going to be 25% of people who are looking for change, who are vying for change. Not saying that the other 75 people can't, but if they don't have a reason to, they won't. Because again, the human mind is so powerful and it's not going to seek change unless it's going to be given a situation where it has no choice but to change. Think of evolution. Is going to evolve when it has no choice. So things have to be adjusted. Okay, well, this is important. We need to make some changes. Most people just kind of, eh, you know, whatever. Life is life, right? They might have a superficial level of purpose. Why do you think your belly grumbles when you get hungry? Why do you think you get thirsty? Why do you think you do all of these things that help keep you alive? Putting clothes on, making sure that you don't get wet when it's raining. All of these things, though subconscious, help to keep you alive. We just don't realize it. I often get asked, Michael, what's the meaning of life? And I always say, well, life doesn't have any meaning. Because I think about like if a baby is being born and maybe they don't make it through the pregnancy, whether it be at birth or before, what purpose was that life, right? Now, the parents might be sad 
grandparents, family members, friends, of course. All those people are going to be sad. So did that baby just cause sadness? And I think about this and it's not to be like rude or anything, but did that baby have purpose? Maybe that baby did give some purpose to that parent, but did that child have purpose? And the answer is no. So you're not born with purpose, but we can see as humans, we can see the purpose in other people or what other people do for us. So if you have a child, if you have a pet, it doesn't matter what you have. You can find purpose and value in something. However, when you're born, you don't have it. So since we're not born with purpose, we have to learn purpose. We have to create the purpose. Now, of course, when the baby is born, the purpose or the mission of the brain at that point is to stay alive. And the baby learns very quickly that crying is a form of communication. And when I cry, I get what I need. I'm hungry. I need some substance. So guess what happens? The baby gets a bottle. Now the baby has learned when I cry, I get what I need. I'm cold. I'm hot. I'm going to cry. I'm going to let them know something is wrong. I'm communicating. So the body, the brain, even though it's not even in its upper levels of thinking yet, like into the subconscious, we are hardwired for survival from a young age. Now, has that baby created purpose? No. But the body knows, that brain knows, I need to keep myself alive because it's hardwired into their DNA. So if it's hardwired into their DNA to stay alive, the next thing we have to face when we eventually grow up is, okay, we have to stay alive too, right? It's, you know, we've been doing it since we were born, but now we have to figure out how we can get ahead because staying alive is actually very simple. You just have to make sure you have your basic needs covered, food, water, shelter. Now you can get most of those from a trash can. Now I'm not saying that I want you to go eat from a trash can, but you have to understand that here in the West, especially here in America, many households and restaurants, they throw so much produce and food away. So there's always going to be something that can be salvaged. Yeah, it might not look pretty, but it's going to fill your belly. Not that, I, again, I don't want you to be there. Water, you can go to a restaurant, just ask for a cup of water. There you go. They're going to give it to you. Shelter, you can find some shelter somewhere, right? You can use nature. You can use constructions that are, have been abandoned. And there's many types of structures that have been abandoned. And then, of course, can keep you sheltered from the elements. Not saying it's going to give you a good life, but it's going to fulfill your basic needs, food, water, and shelter. And then we can get into the safety aspect. Well, in the West, you don't necessarily have to worry about that too much. Not saying it's something that you don't have to worry about, but we have police, we have firefighters, we have paramedics, and all that is going to be available to you, even if you don't have any money, right? That's just what happens. They're going to save you. Now, you are able to have all your basic needs met, but then you have to ask yourself, is this life? Living with just your basic necessities. And this is where the idea of success comes into play. And this is the idea of life circumstances come into play and fulfillment comes into play. Because I can easily say that I'm successful and I can be eating out of a trash can, living under a bridge, and then getting my water from Jack in the Box or McDonald's. Yeah, I can be successful because I'm getting my basic needs met. However, most people, they aspire to have more in their life, right? They aspire to be more, to do more, and we all have that aspiration. And that aspiration doesn't come from self-improvement. It comes from the human potential because many people understand 
that the human potential is possible because we can see someone who has something. Oh, someone's driving a nice car. I know it's possible. Someone's living in a big house. I know it's possible because they're doing it. It's not impossible. The human potential is filled with possibilities. And there was a time in the world, in our life, where many people, they see things that haven't been done yet and they say, well, it's impossible. Four Minute Mile, Roger Bannister, the Wright Brothers, the aircraft, Benjamin Franklin, electricity. I mean, we can keep going down the idea of things that were thought as impossible. Oh, this never is going to occur. Because for some people, the human potential is only what they can see rather than what they can feel. So what I do with my mindset coaching is I understand the human potential very well. Because someone can come to me with an idea that I might think is like crazy. And I'm talking about crazy. So I'm like, okay, well, that's going to be very difficult to get, but it's not impossible because the human potential is filled with possibilities. So someone comes to me, they tell me about an idea, an invention. I go, that's a very interesting idea. I've never heard about it before. Maybe I might say if, if I never heard about it before, and I'm going to say, well, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to proceed with this action? And they might say, well, I don't really know. And I say, well, Let's start to unpack this, right? And then we begin the coaching, most likely, because this is going to be a long-term thing. This is not going to be, well, you know, simple consultation. You call and you ask for some quick advice. When you're trying to change the world, it's going to take some planning. It's not going to happen overnight. So we begin to plan, we begin to brainstorm, and we begin to start to change the world. It's simple because we see the human potential within us. I see the human potential within my clients. So are they self-improving or are they personally developing their life? Well, it would be they're going to be self-improving if they can get this invention or whatever they're working on to succeed and they get a lot of money, right? They definitely improve their life there. But are they personally developed? And I can guarantee you on that journey, they're going to find love, passion, a fire inside of them that they might have not have had before. Because when you do something that you're interested in and that you love, you become passionate, filled with passion, and it gives you purpose. So now you are more interested in waking up every single day. You're not going to hit that snooze button. You're not going to just say, I'll do tomorrow or allow your smartphone to take over your life. You're going to say, well, I have to get to work. Because I have some big changes that need to occur in my life and to this world, personal development. So we are changing the way we operate rather than the way we think or act on a daily basis. Because yes, you can go get a trainer at the gym this January, in February, in March, in April, and then I'll see you later in May. Because at that point, you have gone through that motivation that you stored up from New Year's and said, I'm New Year, new me. And now all of a sudden, that self-improvement has run out. And now you're going right back to where you were, to who you were. And it's not a difficult task to self-improve your life. I can improve someone's life probably in 30 minutes. It's very simple. But to develop your life, to change the way you think, that is going to be more beneficial in the long run. Because you're going to see yourself as more. The human potential is so possible. And I always get, not upset, but I'm always set back 
when someone gives limits to someone where they tell someone that they can't do something or that someone isn't able to do something and I look that person in the eye and I go, who are you to tell that person that they can't do anything, that they can't do it, that they can't achieve what they just said that they could or that they might not be able to or that they might not think that they can. But it is possible because it has been shown and proven as possible. One of my favorite stories that I tell quite often, especially when I'm a guest on a podcast, is when I was a swim instructor and I had a student. He wasn't my student, but he was my student for 30 minutes that day. And he was afraid of the deep end and his instructor was there and his instructor told me that he can't swim in the deep end. And I'm just looking at her like, okay, well, I know I can swim in the deep end. I have students that can swim in the deep end. Why can't he swim in the deep end? Human potential. So I already knew the human potential was capable of swimming in the deep end, was capable of swimming in water that you can't touch the ground. So I said, well, I know it's possible, so I'm going to make this possible. I'm going to make him swim in the deep end because I know what is possible. And sure enough, in that 30 minutes, he was swimming in the deep end. And it's not because I was such a great instructor or great coach. It was because I showed him the human potential within him. I showed them what was possible. And the way I did it was I used trust. I only had to build trust with him and it only took 20 minutes for me to build the trust with him. I mean, the lesson was 30 minutes, but I didn't know until 10 minutes in that he was afraid. Now, of course, I was building trust from the start, but it's a different type of trust when you have a figure in front of you. I'm afraid to fail. I'm afraid to lose everything. I'm afraid to change my life because what happened if it's worse? That fear right there stops a lot of people from going off into their success. And I understand it very well. Fear can stop you from your most desired life. It can stop you from all of your dreams. However, you don't have to allow that fear to rule your life anymore. Yes, you can make some self-improvements, but you're always going to find yourself falling back into your old habits. But if you can develop your mindset and understand that the human potential is powerful, that you can make any changes you want, for whatever reason you want them. And when you do that, then you will see that what you needed in life was some consistency and someone to believe in you. Because if you have someone that can believe in you, even if you can't believe in yourself, then anything is possible. So the human potential is an aspect, but then the idea of personal development is also going to be something that we have to focus on. I encourage everyone to read this short blog, Personal Development and Self-Improvement. It's going to be an easy and smooth read for you, maybe five to 10 minutes, depending. You can even use one of these fun apps that read text that you can just easily go to read aloud or you can go to Google Read or Apple Read or whatever they have nowadays, and you can easily have all of this blog read to you. And you'll see that just this personal development article right here is going to be enough to begin the process of changing your life. And the work that I do as a mindset coach is helping people change their life, helping them see the power within them and to start acting on that power, to start acting on that urge to be more because we're going to have many obstacles in our life and those obstacles are not always going to be there because society put them there. Sometimes society is going to get in the way, but I guarantee you that you're going to get in the way more than society ever will. So if you can move out of your own way and understand the limits that society has given you, then you're going to see some huge changes in your life. 
You're going to develop into the person that you always dreamed of. You're going to elevate into this life that you just think about always, whether it be the house, the cars, the things, the materialistic things. You can attain that very simple. But I'm always going to caution people who are going after those materialistic things that that is not where happiness is. That is not where you will find fulfillment. So what I do with my mindset coaching as a bonus is we help them get those materialistic things, but we also help them understand about the journey, understand where happiness should be, about the process, and not about the destination. Because if you can learn to fall in love with personally developing yourself and improving on a consistent basis, then there's nothing in this world that can stop you. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me coaching at session at gmail.com and I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone, take care.